I had an experience this morning that I wanted to talk about and share as my podcast for March 9th. It is now Tuesday, March 3rd. Yesterday, a lady who purchased one of our Groupon vouchers for our junk removal business called to set up her appointment. She lives in Montgomery Village, Maryland, and about 15 minutes away from where I live. And when I got her address and information, she gave me her name. She said her name was Alma. That name, of course, rings a bell with anybody who's a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I kind of made a mental note of it. I don't remember if I said anything to her about it at the time or not, but I certainly made a mental note of it. So this morning, her appointment was at 10 o'clock, and I was running about 10 minutes later. I sent, I sent her a text message letting her know I'd be there at about 10, 12. She said, no problem. And when I pulled into her townhouse development, she was standing there on the front uh, steps, just kind of making sure that I knew where to come. So as I backed my pickup truck up there, um, she was getting a pickup truck full of stuff hauled away, and she had a king-size bed and a couple other things. So we think it was it was going to fit. We weren't 100% sure. I was by myself this morning, and so I got to meet this nice lady. She's about in her mid-40s, I would think, has a very strong European accent. And uh, the first thing that happened... And notice as I tell this story, notice the commonalities, the the things that we have in common that the conversation builds around. That's really critical in member missionary work. Focus on what's relevant to the other person, and you'll probably have some success. So the first thing I did was I handed her a pint of Ben & Jerry's ice cream because we give those out to people when we do jobs for them. And she said, oh, well, can I give this back to you? She said, I'm on a diet, and I... I don't really eat a lot of ice cream. And I said, well, tell you what, then give it away to somebody else. And she said, oh, okay, I'll give it to the the workers that are inside. So we went inside and she's got some some coverings over some of her furniture. There's some painters doing some work inside. And I just asked her, so are you remodeling or are you moving or whatever? She said, she's moving. I said, oh, where are you moving to? And she said, North Potomac. Here is commonality number one. I used to live in North Potomac. It's about 15 minutes from where we were. It's a great area. I told her that's where my kids were raised. Oh, she said, it looks like such a great a great spot to live. I said, it, it is. It's terrific. She mentioned the name of the street she's moving to. I couldn't recall where that was. I mentioned the street that I used to live on, but she apparently knew where that was. So that's the first thing. We have a common place that uh, she's moving to that I used to live in. Then we went upstairs. She showed me the king-size bed. She was very helpful and offered to, you know, help me get it downstairs and everything, which I didn't need the help, but I, I said, you know, if you want to help, that's fine. I, I appreciate it. And as we're hauling stuff down the stairs, um, she, she made something, I'm, I'm not sure how this came up, but something about how she was not enjoying living in a in a bigger place like this town how much and she wanted a town home and she wanted a smaller place and she asked where I lived I told her I lived down by the white flint mall in an apartment she said oh I love that idea she goes I come from a socialist country and again I don't remember the connection but something about you know smaller and not having to take care of such a big place was attractive to her so when she mentioned a socialist country I asked what country she's from she said Yugoslavia so I immediately asked her if she knew Kresimir Chosic, a basketball player, um, very famous in his country, and he played at BYU. 
she she said she did. She said yes. He's he, she actually mentioned he's from Serbia, but he was a, an Olympic basketball player uh, for I guess the Serbian team, maybe the Yugoslavian team. I told her that he played basketball at my alma mater, which was BYU. She said, "Oh, are you Mormon?" So second thing we have in common is we know something. We have a connection through Yugoslavia. So the conversation is focused on that. Then she asked if I'm Mormon because I mentioned BYU. Yes, I, I am actually. And she said, uh, oh, I'm a member of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Now, that's the third thing we have in common. We both have a church. We both go to church. And as we're hauling the king-size mattress down the steps, she starts sharing some of her values with me. One of them is she doesn't like big places to live. Another one is she called it the Green Monster, not the left-field fence in Fenway Park, uh, in Boston for the Red Sox, but rather the pursuit of money is what she called the green monster. She's not a big fan of that. Um, she also talked about how people who have some kind of a church to go to have a foundation or a base in their life that she thinks helps them have a little bit better life. Well, there's another commonality. I agreed with that. I, I thought that was an, an accurate statement. So we're loading some stuff in the truck. She is very uh, mindful and concerned about helping me if, if in any way that she can. We load the mattresses in the truck. We load a miniature, not a miniature, a medium-sized entertainment center in the truck. And we, we get everything in the truck that she wanted hauled away, and she was thrilled. So at that point, she goes back into the house to get her printed-off Groupon voucher to give me... And I tell her I've got a card for her that I'm going to grab for her in the front of the truck. So she goes back inside. I go to the front of my truck. The card I'm referring to is my business card, which I give to people you know, at the end of, of our first job that we do for them so they can call us if they need more assistance. But I also had, and this is where the Spirit prompted me, I also have in my pickup truck a copy of the Book of Mormon, a blue uh, paperback copy has been sitting in my truck for probably three years. And I keep it in the truck in case I'm prompted to give it to somebody sometime. Well, today, the prompting came. I had mentioned to her, because of her name Alma, that that is a very famous name in our church, that we all, we, we have a book called the Book of Mormon, and that the, the largest book in that book is called the Book of Alma. And I explained to her, You're, you've got a famous name. You know, I, I grab, so I'm, I'm back in the truck. I grab the book. I then grab one of my restoration cards, which talks about the first vision. And I figured that would make a great bookmark. And I wipe off the book because it's been sitting in my truck for three years. I wipe it off to try and clean it off a little bit. I open it up to the beginning of the Book of Alma and I put the restoration card in there as the bookmark. Then I grab one of my business cards. So I then, she comes out to meet me with, with the voucher and we swap information. She gives me the voucher. I give her the first, I gave her the business card, not the Book of Mormon, because this is a business thing we're doing here. So business comes first here. I gave her the business card first. And then I said, here's the book I was talking about. 170 million of these have been printed all over the world and millions of people know your name because of what's in this book. You have a very famous name in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And I opened up the book to the book of Alma, and she looked at it and got the biggest smile on her face, as though she'd written it herself. So I gave her the book. She immediately thanked me for it. And 
um, there you go. And so she offered to help me put the tarp on the truck. I said, no, I'm good. I can, I can take care of that. She went back in the house, grabbed her coat, uh, came back out by the time I had it tarped and she was on her way to hop in her car and dash off someplace else. And she thanked me again for the copy of the book. Now you can go back through this and just pick up the, the commonalities that are here, but just notice that the whole conversation circles around what's important to her and her life. And, you know, if her name was Moroni or if her name was Nephi, I would have said, hey, you're the same thing. We got a book here with your name in it. But when it's Alma, um, that's a natural tie-in. And so I built the conversation on that connection. Now, I will bet you anything that sometime soon she's going to pick up that book and start reading her own book of Alma. And at that point, the spirit and the power of the Book of Mormon and the Restoration now takes over, and we see where it leads. But the fact that as soon as her, that truck was loaded, she, was, she had her coat on and she was headed someplace else, illustrates the point that at least in the Washington, D.C. area, people are busy. You don't have time to sit down and have a conversation with somebody. It's very, very rare because people are busy and I'm busy. I've got other appointments too. It illustrates the how important it is to have something in your possession, in your truck, which in my pickup truck, I use it at work. It's also my personal vehicle. I'm pretty much near my truck most of the time. So I keep articles of faith cards, my restoration cards, a copy of the Book of Mormon in the truck. You may want to keep it in a purse or a planner or your corporate jet or whatever, you know, your truck or your car your briefcase, your backpack, whatever it is you use commonly that you can quickly put your hands on is where you want to have this stuff put. So I now need to get another copy of the Book of Mormon and put it back in my truck. So I've got another one. But I can tell you for certainty that when you have some cards or a copy of the Book of Mormon in your possession that you can put your hands on quickly, the Lord knows you have that stuff near you. And he will then guide you to somebody in the regular process of your life that you can give that stuff to, and it will help that other person come closer to the truth. I hope this has been helpful. Um, this experience happened about an hour ago, so I'm recording it while it's fresh on my mind. Um, subscribe to the podcast once a week. I'll give some more information about member missionary work, either an experience that I've just had or an experience I've had in the past or maybe some, some concepts or ideas that might be helpful. But we're calling this one, um, How Great Shall Be My Joy, Joy with Alma, the Lady. Have a great day.